right, welcome. Happy summer. It's finally here. Nice day. Uh, spent it outside a little bit. Spent the other part of my day doing some writing. Uh, weekend was good. Went to South Carolina on a little business trip and uh, got to smoke a cigar in one of the best cigar shops down in Greenville. And uh, had some pull time yesterday. You know, being 31 now, I'm <laughs> Saturday mornings are dedicated to cleaning the house, waking up early to go grocery shopping to avoid the massive crowds in the grocery markets. Uh, let's see, what else? Haircuts and, um, oh, oil changes. So that was my Saturday. Sunday today was a little bit relaxed. Got to read. I think I'm the only person that maybe like gets into the water and reads a book. And stays still off to my side. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Anyway, the question of the night is, what the hell is going on with Washington County government? And my friends, Ken Buckler and Henry House, we're going to explore that topic. And I have the two infamous gentlemen with me this evening, Ken Buckler and Henry House. So both of you, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this last minute, but I think this is going to be an important show. Hey, guys. Hey Ryan. Hi, Ryan. So, all right, Ken, let's dip into this, Henry. And what I want to do is just I want to go through the facts as they are so we can make sense of what's happening at the county level. So let's start at topic one, which is Korea. Oh, yes, Korea. <laughs> um, Ken, you remember when the county took a business trip to go to Korea we have some the, Washington County has business interest uh, with the country. They may be doing business here in Washington County. Do you want to expound on that and um, talk a little bit about that, Ken? Uh, you mean uh, a taxpayer funded vacation? Is that, is that what you're <laughs> well, referring to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in defense yeah, of our commissioners, they were going to go on a taxpayer funded vacation. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yes, it was funded by taxpayers, A. B, it wasn't a vacation, but it certainly turned into much more than just a business trip. Ken, do you want to unwind a little bit about what happened in Korea and where we are from that trip? All right. So I, I, I'm going to stick to strictly the facts that we actually know. Yeah, please. Um, so so the, the Korea trip. They went to the Korea trip, met with a South Korean uh, firm to discuss South Korean business in Washington County. Now, the result of that, um, I, and I'm not going to speak too much on what happened, or I'm sorry, what supposedly happened on the Korea trip, because that's a whole other can of worms. But uh, so the, the result of that was that the Washington County commissioners handed – Fort Ritchie, uh, well, a sizable chunk of it, over to a South Korean firm for them to develop. Uh, this was handed over free and clear. Uh, now, I, my understanding is there were as few restrictions on the transfer as possible, and most of Fort Ritchie is now in private sector control, which I don't mm -hmm. think is a bad thing. No. But... Uh, now there's some concern as to, well, they gave them that land, but then, you know, supposedly, and I'm going to say supposedly, supposedly 
there were some business cards exchanged, and they weren't business cards of Washington County Commissioner. They were more business cards of, oh, by the way, I'm a, not only am I a Washington County Commissioner, but I also own a business in Washington County, and I'll be happy to do business with you. And who are you referring to? Land. Who are you referring to? Uh, well, specifically, the one that uh, I've heard that that happened with is Myers, but I'm also going to take a moment to remind everybody that Commissioner Barr also owns Ellsworth Electric. So we have two yeah. commissioners who voted to give land to a, another company for free, and this was, this is a company that isn't even owned locally. This is a, a company that's owned in South Korea. And now the question is, well, once they give that land to them, are they then going to get some, you know, hey, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Are they going to get some business out of that? And are they going to ha- be, you know, have an unfair competitive advantage over other local businesses in the area for uh, bidding on the construction and bidding on the electrical? Uh, right. At this point, it's all speculation. All right, I'm, you know, and I'm going to, you know, I, I have already said, I uh, actually said uh, a few nights ago on the flip side what my thoughts were on it was, in my opinion, the only way that Barr or Meyer should be able to bid on that is if the bids omit the company names until after the company has been selected. If if they do it that way, I would be okay with it. Okay, but of course, hold on. This Let is me... the private industry. They are, they are under no obligation to do so. All right, back up. So you're saying that – okay, the Koreans – they the, Commissioner Myers, who owns Myers um, – well, it's a construction company. Construction, yeah. And then – yeah, yeah, and Commissioner Barr, who is Commissioner Myers' brother-in-law, um, owns Ellsworth Electric. So, okay, two people who do business – inside of Washington County, have established companies, established names, both county commissioners, all legal. Um, you're saying that they should basically do a blind bidding process? Well, and, you know, and I'm being generous on that because okay. there's, there's a lot of people that have said that they should just completely excuse themselves from any business uh, that comes out of uh, Fort Ritchie. And, uh, you know, and to be honest, I don't think that's completely fair because they are still local businesses. They should still be able to bid on local business interests. But, like I said, there there is definitely some concern there that, hey, you know, basically, you know, they just got, uh, what was it, 60-some acres of land for free? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the concern well, there free, is, of course, but... no, it was for free. It was for free. They did not um, pay a dime for that land. Well, I thought it was like a penny or something. Well, it might have been a penny. I don't know. You know, you know. So, so ironically, so back in February, I actually wrote a uh, a satire piece about uh, the county commissioners voting to give uh, Fort Ritchie to North Korea for a dollar. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I had no idea I was actually overvaluing how much they were going to sell it for. So, <laughs> All right. uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm concerned. I will say I'm definitely concerned. And also, so to top it all off, so there was actually going to be a, a meeting up there that the uh, that the company, and I forgive me, I, the company's name escapes me, but they were going to hold it, hold a meeting up at Fort Ritchie, and the county commissioners were going to be up there as well to discuss what the plans were for the fort. And there was 
much local interest in the meeting, they canceled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And All right. Now that that's a red flag to me. So let's move on. I want to move over to Henry House. Henry, during the Korea trip, one of the trips that they've taken, um, lay out who went, who, and what the aftermath of the trip turned into, which wasn't about the Korean business interests, but instead something else that was is considered a little bit, well, not a little bit, but entirely more provocative. Well, I mean, county delegation went. Uh, Commissioner Myers, his wife, went along, and from what I understand is that uh, she actually sat in some of the meetings that and received some information that wasn't privy to the public. But there was some other county support people that went along, and that led to an allegation that Commissioner Myers made an inappropriate uh, solicitation of a, another county employee. It, it, you know, if we start to peel the onion back, there is a lot of layers to this that I, I really don't think have been exposed. I'm not saying, A, you're innocent to proven guilty. Um, you know, I personally know Commissioner Myers. I think he's a very stand-up individual. Um, but at the same point, there's this is uh, of grave concern. Um, if there's any truth to the allegation that uh, he he made an inappropriate solicitation of a, a of a county employee, I think he likely should consider offering his resignation. Uh, I don't know if he will, but uh, I, I mean I think that's probably where you're headed wow. here. And and uh, where we're headed is it, this is just. I, I mean, honestly, I think they found a Trump playbook laying around, mm-hmm. and that the county commissioners pulled that out. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, how many things can we possibly toss up in the air at one time so they don't notice the little things that we screw up? Um, so it, to, it, it to, just, to piggyback here, just just for a second, um, the company that we were discussing earlier is from Gaithersburg, not specifically South Korea, and they have foreign investors, um, but they're American, and basically they can't, and to Ken's point, they canceled the meeting because the county delayed the land transfer. And the the folks who attended from the county were Sarah Langford Sprecher, um, Katie Yoder, John Barb, Wayne Kiefer, Leroy Myers, uh, his wife Nicole Altmyers and K- former county administrator Greg Murray. So, what had happened during this Korea trip is what we discovered based upon the legal document that was released by Sarah Sprecher's attorney. Who Sarah Sprecher, if, if you're just tuning in, is Washington County's uh, assistant county administrator. She works or did work directly under um, Greg Murray at the time. And so what had happened is she accused Leroy Myers of kissing her on the cheek, and uh, she also said that he put her hand on her thigh. She rejected the advance. Um, And then after she got back, 
Leroy Myers began to treat her in a unseemly way, began to threaten her job. They wanted to move her around. In fact, the, the details of the report that was listed in the legal document said that Wayne Kiefer came to her and said that they were going to move her into a separate position. And then suddenly we get back from Korea, and the commissioners are meeting. Remember the private meeting that was held up in Leroy Myers' oh, yeah. office? Um, three commissioners attended, Terry Baker, Leroy Myers, and Wayne Kiefer. And they were up there, dis- according to my sources, were discussing firing Greg Murray. Firing Greg Murray. So, All right. Hey, Ryan, let me, ask, let me stop you for just a second there. Uh, yeah. So three out of the – it's five commissioners, right? Am I right on that? Yeah. There's five commissioners. Okay. So three out of the five. That, that is considered a quorum, right? It, it certainly is. All right. It's subject and to the open meeting. meeting adver- right. Was that meeting advertised in accordance with the Open Meetings Act? Um, I don't believe that that meeting was advertised, and there was a newspaper article about that. The county is supposed to advertise all meetings. That's my understanding. Well, and, you know, something else I'm going to ask, too, is, and this kind of sounds a little bit crazy, but, you know, you'll get where I'm coming from on this, too. How many commissioners did we have in Korea? Uh, There were three um, Baker was supposed to go, but pulled out, and Jeff Klein didn't go. Yeah, and Jeff Klein was on American soil at the time. Yes. So, but so, so we did have three. We had a quorum over in South Korea then, mm-hmm. and I wonder, you know, was any of that actually reported under the meeting that? Right, you know, and that's that's a funny that's that's probably a crazy legal territory right there because okay, well they weren't even on U.S. soil. Does the meaning that still apply? I would say in spirit, yes, but you know, in so, letter that that's probably questionable. No, you're you're exactly right. And here's the question. Here, here's there's several questions that I have, and I want to get to the bottom of this. Is why were the commissioners meeting there, number one, without advertising the closed session? And this is up at Leroy's place. Number two, I, I, I want to understand why suddenly was Greg Murray's termination being discussed? What happened in that trip? I mean, Greg Murray had opted into the retirement program like five years ago, but why was the sudden push to then hire a new county administrator? spend all that money on manpower, right? I mean, they, they hired manpower, which in my opinion, my humble opinion, that is not the organization that a county like Washington County should look to for a national search. But then they ended up hiring an internal hire. After all that money that was spent, they hired Rob Slocum. And by the way, I can tell you this definitively, Henry and Ken, I knew that Rob Slocum was going to be the choice well before most other people did because of things that were being passed over to me. I mean, I, they, commissioners were giving me mixed signals saying, oh, no, it's not going to be Slocum. It's going to be Jeff Rhodes. It's going to be this other guy from Middletown. But, of course, we know how that works. They're going to pick the internal guy. They're going to pick Slocum, right? So they pick, they pick Slocum, and... So 
when they were in Korea, there was apparently a sign that said, Welcome Greg Murray. And from what, I'm from what I understand and what I have heard from various individuals who were part of that trip and it was passed along down the information circuit, that that sign had triggered some hurt feelings and apparently they were pissed off that Greg Murray was getting all the credit. Now, to Greg Murray's credit, this project would have may never have gone through. In fact, Greg Murray's <laughs> – Greg Murray has done a significant amount um, and on several projects. I mean, I've had the opportunity to sit down with Greg Murray in the past to talk about county budgeting, to talk about county finances, and we spent about an hour together, I believe back in 2013, in Greg Murray's office, and I just had a list of questions, and um, Greg's extraordinarily knowledgeable. He unwinded what was happening in county government. I mean, think about it. Not a tax increase in county government in the last 10 years. And who's been there at the helm as the administrator of the county, Greg Murray. So fast forward to what had happened after Korea. Um, Sarah, the assistant county administrators I mentioned earlier, who is Sarah Lankford Sprecher, she delivered a formal sexual harassment complaint against Washington County Commissioner Leroy Myers Jr. on March the 10th. And then about three months later, three months later, the county hired independent counsel to investigate the complaint. So, Henry House, what do you make of the complaint? Have you read Sarah Sprecher's complaint? We talked about it on this show previously, but what do you make of it? Um. I think there's some merit to it. The uh, it's all in what is perceived versus what actually happened. But uh, it, you know, it's the some of the actions by the county seem like they've been exerted in a very slow fashion, so as trying to either dismiss it or squash the effort of having this suit come forward. Um, I, I think you reported on your your blog today that you know she was she reported it and was actually dissuaded to continue to pursue it uh, through some of your sources. That bothers me. Uh, I think anytime you have a, a situation allegation such as this, it needs to be investigated in a prompt fashion. Uh, you know, it's boldness to actually bring it forward. Where we're headed. Um, this is going to be drawn out long, you know, long beyond probably the, the, the term that uh, Commissioner Myers has. I, I just have that feeling it's going to be pushed out a little bit further beyond the next two years. I think they're going to try to drag their feet as much as they can, bring in someone to investigate it. I think that's just an, another step to try to slow the process down. Uh, why wasn't it done Three months ago, except that you know we had the transition between Greg Murray and uh, Slocum. So, but why? Why? There, there, can, there's got a, uh, I, I'm sorry, Henry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Please, uh, please no, go ahead go and finish ahead. your point. I, well, I was no, going to shift over. Ahead. Is why the sudden rush to to get rid of Greg Murray when Greg Murray was still heavily involved in several county projects? What What's the reason? What's the grounds for the early termination? What's the push? to get Greg the hell out of the county administrator's office 
and get a new person in that seat. That's what I don't understand. That's what I'm not – that's the questions that I'm asking employees, county government. Now, they have – several employees have surmised. Other people have told me the reason why, but I don't have a definitive answer, and I want some answers from county government officials. Why the push to get Greg out of his seat before June 30th? And then they hire Rob Slocum. They hire this guy who's been with county government for quite a bit. But I've heard so many insiders from county government say that Slocum – they have told me this off the record. More than five employees have said Slocum is not prepared to be in this job. There's no way that he was – ready to take the helm of the of this position now the commissioners voted for slocum i understand that but was it power did they believe that they could control slocum was he their puppet these are just questions that any logical person would ask so well here's hey ryan so, so yeah, let me can. let me interject for a second there you know i personally I say, and this is just my personal opinion, I say, let's give the guy a chance. I I really hope he does great, okay? You know, I really hope that he does a wonderful job. I, and, you know, and in all truth, I really hope that the, uh, the South Korea deal ends up, you know, creating something that, you know, prospers the county for, you know, 100 years even, all right? I, there is the optimist in me that really wants to see this county succeed. Absolutely. Uh, but we need transparency from our government if our government is going to succeed. Because if we don't have transparency, people are not going to trust our government, and that is never going to work. I, I could not agree more, Ken. I mean, amen to that statement. So I, let's, let's talk a little bit about what happened when Sarah Sprecher filed this complaint. She According to the document, she sat down with Stephanie Stone, who is part of the uh, administration, part of county government, and she had told her what had happened, right? So she had this discussion with her, and according to the allegations written in the legal document, uh, written by Sarah's attorneys, she said that they pushed back. They said, wait a second. Leroy Myers is a powerful man. You may want to consider dropping this. What do you make of that, Henry? Well, is that what her perception was from the meeting, or was that something that was blatantly said? Uh, When she met with um, Ms. Stone with the county, did she have an attorney present during that meeting? I I don't know that, and these are just Um, allegations. I I haven't talked to uh, again. The county won't talk to me. Uh, I, I understand because you have to go through the county PR department who won't refer you on or you don't get response once you reach the right individual. Um, but, uh, you know, was that her perception coming out of the meeting that you don't want to take on Leroy Myers because he's a powerful individual in the community? Or was it an actual statement that was made? I can't imagine someone who has even – a slight hint of HR experience making a statement like that in I hope any type of situation. Uh, if they do, they, they should be the one outside looking for a new job. 
I, um, I, they should be re- resigned or they should be fired. You know, we we all understand the perception and the you know some degree of weight and bearing that Leroy Myers has in the community. I mean, he's a past delegate, unseated the Speaker of the House of Delegates, yeah. uh, winning the race. Okay, he he has a little bit of clout in the community. Um, of course. So we 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 understand that. So maybe that was uh, you understood versus an actual statement. I don't know. Without having, you know, either the session that that would have been possibly recorded or having an attorney present to document impartially, it, you you have no idea. Um, so well, you know, again, we're speculating on hearsay. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm reminding listeners that this these are only allegations. Commissioner Myers has said through his his former attorney. Um, D. Bruce Poole, that he's going to aggressively fight this. I've talked to Leroy off the record. Um, he, you know, he's explained a little bit about what had happened. Um, and, uh, y- you know, all these are allegations. So um, this, is, th- this is what people need to understand. So, well, in, in all fairness, Ryan, so yeah. I really, so I'm, you know, I just spoke about transparency. But right. in all fairness, I absolutely agree with the county's decision not to release any information on this. They can't. Okay. And the reason is, should this go to a civil trial, then that's going to impact any jury results. Right. So I I agree with the decision not to release anything on this because it could go to a civil trial. Mm -hmm. And I fully expect it will unless there's a a settlement um, or that there's a – an alternative outcome, you know, Leroy Myers resigns. I mean, I'm just speculating or he doesn't run for office. Um, none of which have been said publicly. So we don't know. Um, so then let's continue to fast forward several Herald mail articles. I reported on this on a minor detail. And then we lead up to, to learn that, County Commissioner Jeff Klein filed an ethics complaint against Leroy Myers, Wayne Kiefer, and Rob Slocum. So what do you make of that, Henry? Well, the ethics complaint stems from them holding a meeting with a uh, company that I'm fairly well familiar with. uh, Tell tell us about that. Okay. uh, In full disclosure, I never – truly worked for Lanco Pinland. I worked for one of their subsidiaries and was contracted to do work for them. But right. they own the Hancock cheese processing plant uh, that used to be owned by Saputo. They bought that. Uh, Commissioner Myers' uh, company did close to a million dollars worth of renovations uh, to the facility. What the meeting, uh, that the ethics complaint that Jeff Klein filed about, they held the meeting off-site. Uh, again, not open to the public. And if you understand the background of the individuals involved with Alanco, they sometimes look to do, you know, slide something under the table if they can do that. And I'm, I, there's only a couple individuals. I won't name them. But the the knowledge I have of the way they conduct business, they like to make someone feel a little off balance. I think this was an effort on their part to try to. Because they're at, they're asking to try to get some money to bring, from what I understand, their uh, sewage 
processing, bring that up to, to code, which also would benefit the city of Hancock because of their near capacity uh, and possibly redirect some of that processing over to um, the cheese plant. And, and that's, that, that, that was the long game with Lanco a couple of years ago when they were talking, when Saputo was closing down, they were talking, well, Hancock's going to need additional sewer capacity and we have, we have the ability. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. So I understand Hancock has a need. Hancock would be better served by using the process of eminent domain versus uh, going in and uh, trying to work with Lanco on this. There's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, and then, you know, putting commissioners in a compromising position, I, I don't think that's ever to anyone's be- benefit. Uh, mo- most meetings uh, normally involved, you know, their pre-plan was what, what can we get from them? And so I presume that they're still doing business similar or as usual, that they're, they're looking to get something out, which is probably a, a few million dollars uh, to try to do the upgrades that are necessary for the department environment. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, Wayne Kiefer was involved because that's his hometown. Um, you know, Leroy Myers, he, he represented that district at, at the state level. Of course, he's a county commissioner. He's right. done One work, C. so he would be familiar. Yeah, he, he would be familiar with that. Or Rob Slocum, because of his role as county administrator now. All the parties make sense, but why was this not put on a public calendar? That's where my question is. The, you know, even, oh, we're going to have a closed-door meeting and invite the other commissioners to participate in this meeting. Um, it might have raised some red, red, red flags there. Uh, I, I, I think it's unfortunate that, you know, the tar is being slung around and, and getting on to the commissioners based upon the actions of a private business within the community. So here's – so Ken Buckler, the – when Jeff Klein, when it was – discovered that Jeff Klein had filed an ethics complaint against Commissioner Myers, against Commissioner Wayne Kiefer, and against Rob Slocum. The genesis of the complaint was that Commissioner Myers had recused himself from discussions based up with Lanco Penland based upon his previous contract and um, work with the company up in Hancock. And so I talked to Leroy, and you know he he said that he's not quite sure why this had happened and why um, the, the Commissioner Klein would file this ethics disclosure. But what what I think we need to understand is is that according to my sources in county government, that you know all, yes, Lanco Penland is a great company. However, from my sources, they say that Commissioner Myers the week before recused himself from all discussions involving Lanco Penland because it was a conflict. Rob Slocum was in that meeting and commissioners, I'm sorry, commissioner Wayne Kiefer was also in that same closed session meeting. So that seems to be the basis of commissioner Klein's complaint, his ethics complaint that he recused himself. However, he still attended this meeting a week later and said meeting did not even include Sarah Langford Sprecher, who's in charge of the Economic Development Committee. And they knew that Commissioner Myers had recused himself. So Ken Buckler, is Jeff Klein's 
ethics complaint, does it have merit? Uh, you know, I, I'm not an attorney, so I can't I can't truly answer that. Um, you know, my question there would actually be, in what capacity was Commissioner Myers there? Was he there as a county commissioner, or was he there as a building contractor being ready to do work for for that company? That, well, that, that's talked, a good question right there. So I talked to Commissioner <laughs> Myers, and, and and that's a fair question. However, I did talk to Commissioner Myers, and he confirmed that he was there under the guise of, of a county commissioner. And alongside him was Commissioner Wayne Kiefer, whom Commissioner Myers invited to the meeting based upon Mr. Kiefer's connections to Hancock, because, of course, we know that Wayne Kiefer lives in Hancock. And another person involved, uh, Julie Pipple, was there, um, who is an county employee, as well as Rob Slocum. But, you know, you, Ken, you said that, you know, you, you, you don't know, but the Ethics Commission is now going to review this, right? right? So they're going to take a look at this, and they're going to render a decision. There's an independent five-member commission, uh, commission um, that is the county's ethic, ethics body. So they're going to take a look at this and see what to make of it. Henry, what are your further thoughts on Commissioner Klein's ethics complaint? Well, you know, it's funny that he follows the ethics complaint, and a couple of days later he receives a letter in the mail. Uh-huh. Um, Let's talk about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, so this is so, this is it's a, and I just want to point out one thing. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. We're at the top of the the top of the hour on I'm sorry, at at nine thirty four. And if you have a comment to make about this, the number is six four six seven one six five nine seven one. It's a minor detail live, and I'm with Henry House and Ken Buckler, two Washington County employees. Uh, or <laughs> Washington County employees. Maybe future, right, right Ken? <laughs> they're um they're they're both residents and um uh, it's a lot to digest about what's going on and we've been discussing this for the past 35 minutes but the commission commissioner Myers filed an ethics complaint and then let's see a few days later he gets a he, he gets a letter in the mail from a law firm that was supposedly authorized by County Administrator Rob County Administrator Rob Slocum, there was never a vote taken according to my sources in closed session, but they tacitly approved this that three commissioners said yes and two maybe said, Yeah, sure, okay, whatever. But there was never a vote according to sources inside of county government. So they hired this law firm to investigate so called leaks. Because as we remember the document that Sarah Sprecher um, filed the, with her attorneys was supposedly leaked to the media. There's been other leaks. People in county government have been texting me, emailing, calling, it, it, every form of communication that you can think of. They have communicated with me because they know, well, number one, that I protect my sources. And I'm going to say this for the record. And if you're listening, this is important. I will go to the ends of the earth to protect my sources. I court them. I work it. I, I confirm it. I double-check it. And you can be sure as hell that in no circumstances will I ever, ever reveal my sources. No chance. 
and I can just see the future in this, and I fully expect a letter. <laughs> I fully expect to be targeted, Ken and Henry. Um, we're dealing with some sensitive stuff, but county employees have had a lot to say in the last week or so. And they've talked to me off the record. They've talked to me in fear of retribution, that they may lose their jobs. And we're dealing with some very serious stuff here. And so, so hey, Ryan, go ahead, I'm going to take a moment just to say, so, so, you know, for, for the, uh, the county attorneys that are listening, myself and Henry, we have received no insider information. So please send your letters to Ryan, not us. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you. I know you're covering your ass there, Ken, but uh, no, it's it's true. I, I I've I've received a lot of information because I think people believe that they can trust me, and it's true they can. And I've never burned a source, and I'm never going to. Um, so you know, I've I've spent a lot of time working sources, talking to lots of people, trying to get the facts, talking to both sides. And making sure that the story lines up. So people have sent this information to me, have talked to me. And so, you know, here we are. Commissioner, Commissioner Klein holds a press conference, um, I believe it was on Tuesday, um, in front of the county administrator's office. Or, excuse me, in front of the county administration building in downtown uh, Hagerstown. We all know where that is. So... Ken, what happened in that press conference? Uh, I I don't know the full details on the press conference, but, uh, you know, my understanding is that, you know, he basically feels like it, you know, they're, they're having a witch hunt against him. And uh, that, that law firm that the county has retained has asked him if they can meet with him and review his electronic device. Um, now, he is within every right to say no, and quite honestly, I think he definitely should say no. Amen. Uh, anytime an attorney is, is saying, hey, we want to take a look at your devices, all right, but they don't have a legal basis to compel you to look at that device, that tells me it's a fishing expedition, all right? And sorry, no fishing, pond is closed. Henry, what do you make of Commissioner Klein's press conference that he held uh, early last week? Well, I think with Commissioner Klein, it's funny that when he has not been present in the meetings, okay, we we look at Korea. Korea is a a big brouhaha uh, with some members in our community. Um, We look at uh, the situation that's going on up in Hancock. We look at the, the allegations against Commissioner Myers. Jeff Klein was not there. Um, so I'm not, you know, and I think he also pretty much said that he really didn't have the resources to uh, pay an attorney to help guide him through this process. So I, I, I think maybe there is some pressure being manipulated through the county system to try to quiet him down. I hope if that's the case that he goes to a pawn shop and buys a pair of symbols and brings it to the next county commissioner meeting <laughs> and just starts banging on them because we need more people in our government system to share with the public things that go on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have 100% agreement with Commissioner Klein, 
that and I don't think I have it with the other four commissioners either. But uh, I'm glad that he's bringing some things up because, you know, what if a couple million dollars was directed towards uh, the cheese plant up in Hancock? Uh, you know, completely unbeknownst to us, and they don't make it. And then the county's on, on hand for, you know, that loss of money. The only thing we have to do is look across from the Suns baseball stadium to see a poor business decision that was made uh, with the paper recycling plant. We don't need another poor business decision being made up in Hancock. And I know mm-hmm. jobs are important to the Hancock community. And I fully embrace that. I think there's just they, they should be seeking private means and not public means to finance their their expenses. Ken Buckler. So, yeah, something else real quick here. I think really important to bring up is Commissioner Klein was not the only one that received one of those letters. Is that correct? That is correct. In fact. I can tell you who received uh, the other letters um, in in the context of being investigated. Um, I learned that Greg Murray, because I had heard that he had received a letter, so um, I contacted him very briefly and said, "Um, Mr. Murray, did you receive a letter? He he did confirm that. My understanding is that county employee um, Katie Yoder, who was the executive assistant to the county, uh, to, to Greg Murray, um, at the time, uh, who attended the Korea trip, she received a letter, um, as as did, uh, I believe it was Deb Murray. Um, and so, that's interesting. What do you make of that? Well, you know, like I said, I, I think this is a fishing expedition. I really do. I think that, you know, they're trying... Well, and not only are they using it as a fishing expedition, they're trying to make sure the county employees stay in line. Um, you know, and it's unfortunate. You know, well, that's this, where... this quite honestly breaks my heart. All right. You know, I just wrapped up here last a uh, couple weeks ago uh, the Washington County Citizens Academy. All right. And I got to see all of the wonderful things that our county actually does. And the fact that it can all be destroyed and torn apart so easily through, you know, petty BS, uh, I've got to censor myself here before I get too worked up, it just breaks my heart, Ryan. It really does. I understand. Um, and on the same day that Commissioner Myers held his, excuse me, rather Commissioner Klein held his press conference on the steps of the county administration building in downtown Hagerstown, um, he he said that during his press conference that he committed no crime, um, and Commissioner Klein was very passionate about that. Um, and so, you know, he talked about maybe having to hire an attorney, and it's a lot of money. And so that's what high-powered attorneys do. Um, they they can lawyer the ever-loving shit out of somebody, and somebody that doesn't have a lot of personal wealth, it, it's certainly an intimidation tactic. But Ken Buckler, on the same night that Klein held his press conference, what happened with the county sending out its media policy? Was that coincidental, or was that a <laughs> was that meant to happen on that same day, the, the evening of? So, so I'm I'm going to say first of all, James Jenkins. He's the one that sent out that policy. I know James. I think he's a great guy. 
I really do. Um, you know, now my understanding is that when you contacted him, that uh, he he came back and said, no, that's been the policy for a while now, but mm-hmm. you know, we just we periodically send it out. Right. Um, he did say that. You know, and I I I have no reason to doubt him, and so maybe it is coincidence. I don't know. Um, you know, I am going to say, you know, it, it's also possible that, you know, maybe some of the county employees were starting to get overwhelmed with media inquiries regarding all the stuff that's going on. So maybe they sent it out to be a little proactive. I don't know. Um, I could understand that. Um, and Henry House, I had contacted James Jenkins, who I also think is a, a very good guy. I've interacted with him in the past, this is nothing personal. I just contacted him um, as a blogger, a journalist, someone who is interested in finding out the facts, having somebody make a comment so I can tell that side of the story. Um, as I wrote today in my piece on a minor detail.com, Henry, um, Jenkins told me that the press release detailing the county's request for media uh, to contact first the Department of Public Relations before contacting a county employee has been media policy ever since the office opened. And he said that it's the same policy that the Board of Education has as well, that if the media wants to discuss a matter during work business hours, they have to first go through his department. And then Jenkins also repeated multiple times that the policy is nothing new. So then I went on to question, Henry, the timing of the county's press release, stating to Jenkins that I considered to be interesting. And that's the exact word I use. And I was talking to Jenkins, and I was scribbling down notes as fast as I could write them, and I was sitting also at my computer, so I'm, you know, I had my earphones in. It was, it was quite the sight to see. Um, and then Jenkins further stated that the current media policy of the county has been the policy and that he occasionally sends it out uh, to members of the media due to the high media turnover. So then I asked Jenkins where the policy is written and whether it can be found on the county's website – Jenkins then told me he would get a copy of it for me. I asked him to forward it over at his earliest convenience. Um, And then I followed up um, asking him um, if the commissioners had previously voted on the the media policy, and he couldn't answer that. Um, As of this morning, I still haven't received um, the county's media policy. Now, I did ask if there was, in effect, a gag order. We all know what that is in place at the county level, um, and he said, no, it's not. There's, there's, there's not that at all. So the media policy basically states that I have to call the department first, um, but then I, I questioned Jenkins on the letter Commissioner Klein had received from the Baltimore, Baltimore law firm that t- told Jeff Klein that they were conducting an investigation and asked Klein to cooperate in, an, in the inset investigation by, get this, turning over his electronic devices to be reviewed. So this is what I found interesting about this conversation subsequent, <laughs> that, that portion. Jenkins said he couldn't comment, and then he said I should contact the county's attorney, John Matriano. So my question was, is that it was my understanding that I was first to contact the county's Department of Public Relations, Henry and Ken, but then he suggested that I contact John instead and said that I should basically follow up with him through email. Um, 
So I did, did. I, I did do that. And I followed up with an email asking if they could comment on the, the investigation, the letter from the Baltimore law firm. And Matriana responded to my email request saying, thank you for your email. However, I'm unable to comment on any issues relating to this matter. So I followed up again, and I, I wrote, you know, there's a taxpayer-funded legal investigation occurring in Washington County, but you cannot comment. Pardon my ignorance. What is preventing you from commenting? So then Matriano quickly responded to my second email writing, I do not have any comment on this ongoing matter. So my question is, the county attorney is apparently unable to comment on the county's legal policies. Why is that? Is is that this is well, I think it's a fair I mean, question. You mentioned you mentioned who received the letters. Uh former employer employee, for, former county minister Greg Murray, uh his wife, uh Deb, who is a county employee, uh his former assistant, who I believe is still at the county level. So yes. it could as well as two it others. It could be a personnel yeah, as well as a couple others. Jim so Sterling it could and be Sarah a personnel Sprecher. issue. It could be a personnel issue, and that's why they can't comment on it. I understand. No, I. That's a and fair point. I, I mean, he he could he could have certainly said it. It potentially is a personnel issue. I can't comment on it, and not betray the confidence of what the inquiry is. But you know, for Commissioner Klein, um, I have at my house a Hillary Clinton uh, data destruction device. So just give me a buzz. If you're listening, I'll loan it out to you. Uh, we can do it in the driveway, and no one will know the, know the difference. <laughs> you can bleach it. Um, so here, here's my, my, my next point, um, Ken Buckler. Uh, is there any legal grounds for Commissioner, Mo- Commissioner Klein to comply with such a request to meet? To turn over his electronic devices that can be reviewed to ensure that he's not leaking unclassified information. You there, Ken? So I'll, I'll ask the same. What I'll ask the same uh, yeah. well, you know, I'll ask the right? same question to you, Henry. Okay. Um, you know, I I think to be be fair. If you apply for any state or government or federal job, they ask you what email accounts you use, and they, they do a research. However, searching your devices, if, if it's a device provided by the county, they certainly would have the privilege to look at, at least in my professional opinion. If it's yeah. a device that is your personal device, I don't think that the uh, county should have access to it, and I certainly would encourage uh, Jeff Klein not to make his devices available. No, he shouldn't. Um, in fact, he should have a lawyer send a letter back saying that he will not comply and they will not review his his devices. And uh, it, it's it's a matter of privacy, Henry. It's a matter of privacy. Ken, are you still with oh, us? Oh, I, I 100% agree. I think Ken might be on mute. Maybe he had stepped out. So the county is now investigating the leaks at the behest of Rob Slocum. And according to my sources inside of county government, Henry, employees are saying that they are 
there's a watchful eye that everything that they do is being watched. They're being told not to talk to anyone. Now, I understand that. Um, well, they're being discouraged by everyone to say nothing. Um, and so what do you make of that? Well, well, let me ask you, Ryan, have you ever had a beloved boss who got promoted or went and took another job and you had sure. someone new step into the role? Okay. Of course. It creates a large sense of uneasiness to the people that report to them. So I think that's part of what's playing here. Also, I think he has um, a different management style than what Greg Murray did. So that's another thing that enters into the equation. So there, there's a lot of that going on. And then let's just keep piling on here. We have uh, the Korea in Fort Ritchie. We have the allegations against Commissioner Myers. We have the ethics complaint. We have mm-hmm. uh, the inappropriate meeting that took place uh, regarding Hancock and Michael Pinland. So if we throw all those things in, he all of a sudden has – a lot more percolating on his desk in a short period of time while he's trying to get up to speed to his office than potentially what Greg Murray did. Cause he, I mean, he picked up where Greg Murray left off, but all these things started to come to a head. I so think Ken is back there may with be us. Some other things. Ken, yeah, are you back with us? So Ken, what do you think about the way in which Greg Murray was pushed out of County government? Do you, do you think that that was the right way to end the career of a very talented county employee who dedicated 10 years of his life to ensuring that taxpayers were taken well taken care of, there was no increases in the tax rates, that county government was most cost efficient? I mean, numerous accolades could be bestowed upon Greg Murray. Why yeah, the sudden push I, I mean, to get rid of him? Well, I mean, you know, part of me wonders, was this just an oops moment? I mean, you know, did they realize all of a sudden, oh, oops, he's set to retire. Um, you know, the, the the cynic in me says, no, that's probably not what it was. But, oh, gosh, I don't know. I, you know, I like to I like to be an optimist every once in a while. I really hope that that's, that's what it was, that it was just a, oh, crap, he entered in this, this retirement program, and we have to uh, have him retire by this date. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I I really I, it's questionable. It's obvious there's something that we are not being told to taxpayers, and uh, you know, I really wish that things would be a little more open and transparent with regards to it. Um, you know, gosh, you know. With that said, I mean, uh, apparently he's not a person in non grata because you said you know he was going to be at the uh, the Fort Ritchie meeting. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he, June 30th is the last day of Greg Murray's employment with the county. That's when they'll stop paying him. They'll, uh, you know, he'll be officially excluded from email chains. But you know, he's not. My understanding is he's not working at any county office. He's at home. But I, I just look at this and think, how undignified could this county be to? someone who dedicated 10 years or well over that to securing this county's financial future. That's my question. Yeah. You know, and, you know, maybe maybe we're asking the wrong question. You know, maybe maybe the question should be, you know, 
okay, well, you know, what's happened has happened. How do we move forward? How do we make things better in the future? How do we make sure that the government's more open about this stuff? How do we make sure that county employees are, are better recognized for their successes? Uh, you know, and maybe this is one of those cases where we need some sort of a, a private-public partnership, some you know, some sort of a, a private group of citizens start interacting with the county a little bit more. Maybe you know, maybe that would help. I don't know. It's, it, it's a tough. It, it's tough. I, I I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a good, clear way forward without all this ugliness that we're going through right now. And gosh, I No, please jump in, Henry. Okay. Uh, Ken, let me ask you a question. Ron, you're an outsider living in a county. Would this not be a good case uh, to oppose self-governance? Remember, the counties pursued that uh, a couple failed attempts in the past of having, the, you know, essentially being a self-governed county instead of having the, the state sign off on everything we do. Based upon what we've just had in the last six months, would we not have concern with what could potentially go on locally if we became a self-governed county? Well, I think it would it would certainly change the dynamics in that if you had charter home rule, that's what I presume you mean, Henry. Right. Um, then, you know, of course, then you would have a council. Um, county council members would um, be responsible for specific geographical districts. There would be representation all over the county where, you know, you have a majority of the commissioners now living um, west of Williamsport, and you have no dedicated commissioners to, let's say, Hagerstown or Smithsburg or Boonesboro. Or South County, but our county Ro- used to be divided into political districts like that. Um, we used to have, you know, and the biggest change would be well, too, is that they would have a county administrator, um, which would step in the role of or the title of county executive, and it would be a political position. You would run for office and you would be elected, um, which you know a county administrator would be held. Um, to the political tides of being uh, elected by voters, and if they don't do a good job, they can throw them out. Now that's, you know, the county administrator is under the purview of the county admit uh, the county commissioners, and then they can hire and fire at will. Uh, so there's pluses and minuses. Um, you know, some argue that the charter home rule would be a better form of government, government closer to the people, and some people think that it wouldn't be so good for. For various other reasons, and I'm sort of stuck in between, but that's certainly a discussion that has been ongoing, but the the charter committee had met, what, like two or three times before, and it's been denied, and it seems like residents in Washington County simply don't want that form of government. They have the option to have it, but they don't want it. Agreed. Um, so where where do we go from here? What happens... And do, does the county administrator, Rob Slocum, does he find out who's so-called leaking? Is this nothing more than a, than a waste of taxpayer dollars? Is this a, a cursory search that's going to be conducted? Um, are they going to su- attempt to subpoena journalists, the Herald Mail, bloggers, to find out uh, what's happening? 
or are they just going to fix their policies? I mean, we're, let me ask you this, guys, gentlemen. Is there any sexual harassment training that we've heard of that's been performed? Have you heard of anything? Have you heard of any of the county employees talking about how to reform county government and what other <laughs> economic projects are in the pipe, the pipeline? Where's those conversations? Well, that's, that's what hey, I want to ask. I mean, there is, let, let me ask you this. Have you ever taken one of those sexual harassment trainings that the companies have you taken? Sure, and it was valuable. Okay. Okay, all right. So you actually, actually took a good one. That's good. Because the one that I took many, many years ago was absolutely hard. Okay? Because, because they, they would intentionally try to stay away from typical stereotypes of, you know, a guy harassing a woman. So they, they put in all these uh, actually hilarious scenarios that people just kind of, I, they they really had most of us laughing at the training, and we got absolutely nothing out of it. So don't get me wrong, sexual harassment training, uh, you know, I can see that actually being, you know, valuable. At the same time, I'm sure the county already does have a, a sexual harassment policy, right? Um, I'm I, sure that I'm sure that every employee and every elected official has read that policy and signed a piece of paper saying that they have read that and agreed to it, right? Does that apply to commissioners? Is that the conversation we need to have? I well, it absolutely should. There is no reason well, it shouldn't I, apply. To didn't they pose that question to the commissioners? They posed the question: <laughs> Should the county sexual harassment policy apply to you? <laughs> I mean, I, this was a week or two ago, I believe it was asked of the commissioners. I think all save one who uh, obviously wasn't going to comment based upon the current situation um, affirmed or was neutral towards it applying to the elected board of county commissioners. So, you know, what what can this benefit by us having a sexual harassment class for, well, it gives it an idea of, what the county expects. You know, the money that they're spending on the little witch hunt that we're doing for emails and correspondence. Yeah, I, I, I poached the word. Thank you, Ryan. Um, <laughs> could certainly be spent on that type of training. Let's go, you know, a page further. What are we doing in this county to bring jobs here? So, You're, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, that was a question you point. asked, Ryan. What are we, what are we doing? Um, you know, there's no one out there beating a drum saying, hey, we need to do this, we need to do that. Uh, do we have a cohesive plan for the next 5, 10, 25 years? So the bottom line here, gentlemen, is that county employees have expressed to me that they're, they're pissed that you can sanction someone for a so-called leak of information to the media – but nothing's being done alternatively about a sexual harassment complaint that county employees go to HR or somebody else that is directly responsible for handling these type of complaints, that they're being pushed aside, that there's hostile work environment complaints, that nothing is being done in county government for legitimate grievances, but yet county administrator can – Sanction a or uh, you know sanction a an investigation hiring a very expensive law firm to investigate leaks when 
This shouldn't be the focus. That's what county employees are telling me. So, hey, Ryan. Ryan. Go ahead, Do you Ken. remember the, the movie Wag the Dog? Yes. Okay. I, and I really wonder if that's what we're seeing here. Okay. And, and the Wag the Dog is, is actually a perfect analogy for this. Because if I remember correctly, the, the president in the movie, uh, it was some sort of a sexual you know, misconduct allegations is against me. So what do they do? They they start a, a completely fake war, and they fill the media with all this stuff about this fake war, and everybody forgets about the the sexual allegations. And I I, I really I really kind of wonder if maybe that's what's going to happen here. Maybe that's why they've started the switch up because they're hoping that they find something in their fishing expedition that they can distract everybody from. I you know I I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I mean that's what this is kind of leaning towards in my eyes. And in fact, you know what? I'm going to put this up there right now. I, I can see the Hagerstown report uh, headline <laughs> coming up on this now, and that's going to be Washington County declares war against Frederick County. So that's funny, and and I always love the Hagerstown report. But couldn't you make an argument that Greg Murray could have been there to help see this through and? So could have other county employees, but they were pushed out. They had a great team. County government was working. And then suddenly when a new county administrator was brought in, then we have what is uh, reportedly a breakdown in the process. There is leaks. There is information. County employees' morale, as I reported today, is at an all-time low. They're dissatisfied at the way with their – their operations are working internally. They're afraid for their jobs. They're not saying anything. This is real stuff. These affect real lives. People who have dedicated their careers to making Washington County government work for its citizens. And if the leadership right. from the top down is of poor structure, then it needs to be changed. So the question is, gentlemen, what is the political fallout? Well, County residents look at this when voting in 2018 when commissioners, all five of them, are up for re-election and say, you know what, the hell with all of this. Let's throw them all out. Or will they say, no, we're, we're content. We'll keep the same ones. And what's going to be the political fallout here? Uh, you know, I think we're I, way too far for... from the election. Well, if uh, you could guess well, today. I, I disagree. I disagree strongly. I really think that uh, this is going to have terrible ramifications for the election. And, you know, I, I really think that I don't see a, a single one of the commissioners getting reelected. I really don't. You yeah, know, I disagree. possibly Jeff Klein. I think just Jeff because he, Just because he's, you know, being a victim here. But you know what? Gosh, I, I don't even know if that's going to happen. Because I think at this point the voters are so fed up. With everything that's going on, they're just going to say, you know what, I'm going to clean house. Now, with that said, to be fair, my understanding is there are a couple commissioners who won't be seeking re-election. Um, now, I can't confirm. Uh, I can't confirm all of them. I can tell you that when John Barr uh, was running uh, back four years ago, he specifically told me in an interview for Washington Chronicle that this would be his last term. That he yeah, but John Barr says limits. that every time. In fairness, well, I'm I. Well, you know what? Hey, it, he he said it. I've got it on record. 
if he runs again, then, uh, you know, that's something that his opponents are probably going to beat him up on now. So, yeah, well, to be fair to John Barr, he also said that, you know, he's this has been the most defun- dysfunctional county commissioners group that he's had the privilege to sit down with. He wants to go out and, you know, talk after meetings, you know, over lunch or sure. whatever, over a cup of coffee. And they're not willing to do this. They're not willing to meet outside of the office to try to get past some maybe personal feelings that one may have towards another one. Um, well, so, you know, I'm more willing to meet outside the office. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, you know, one who's elected and one who wasn't. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's, He's also, you know, the president of uh, the Maryland uh, County Commissioners Group. So I don't, you know, he's sort of at, at at the height that he's going to to get to as far as the county government level goes as an elected official. He he may step away. Uh, you know, everything's up in the air, but you know, we still have a long way till the primaries for the next election, and if we have learned anything over the last year. Anything is possible. Sure. So, it, you know, cer- certainly right now these guys, uh, you know, they, they all have some black eyes and some uh, fat lips from beating up on one another and from missteps of they, they can't even walk down the hallway without budging something up. So where, where does that leave them in, in a year when things start to get heated up? We'll only have to wait and see. Um, I think this provides, because this is an all-Republican board, this this provides a golden opportunity for uh, aspiring candidates from all parties, uh, including, you know, Libertarian for Ken there. Uh, but, it, you know, they could be ripe for the plucking, but I, I, I just think we're a little too far away from, from this. All depends on how the situation of Hancock plays out, how the situation uh, with Commissioner Meyer plays out. Uh, and then this thing with, you know, Slocum, how it took place. Um, is there more to the Greg Murray story than meets the eye, which I think there is? Uh, nothing that I can confirm. I've heard rumors, but I'm definitely not going to say anything regarding rumors. Uh, I think, Ron, you're probably the same way. You've heard speculation as to why. Uh, you, you know, what kind of yeah. – is this a way to allow Greg Murray to to step off into the sunset with essentially he had his knuckles uh, wrapped with a with the ruler, but he's still going to be fine going out the the door because uh, well, he's not even working in his office now. So let me tell you, you know, this: if if I were commissioners, and I'll say this proverbially, you know, in the proverbial sense that Greg Murray has been at the county for a long time. And he knows where all the bodies are buried, <laughs> figuratively speaking. And Hopefully he, figuratively. He, yeah, he knows about budgets. He knows more about the county's finances than um, almost anyone whom you could ask inside of county government. Um, he knows a lot about how the system works. I mean, he's run the county government. And so if I were the commissioners, I would, I would consider that they would keep that in the back of their minds um, 
now that Mr. Murray is no longer going to be an employee after June 30th. No, I'm not saying that, you know, he's going to spill the beans. I'm not saying anything, but he sounds like a guy with the story to tell. Do you really think he, he – you think he's going to be pull James Comey? I mean, well, I, to, I mean, to, when to your reputation. Front, hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. When your reputation is disparaged in a way in which you have you're thrown out of office in an undignified way. So maybe Greg Murray is the Jim Comey of Washington County, and so maybe that's what we can look forward to. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Uh, uh, Let me tell you a great story here. All right. So Smithsburg, town Smithsburg, they had a uh, a police chief. His name was Tommy Bowers. All right. I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, Mr. Bowers here, he uh, he got on unfriendly terms with the mayor. Well, she ended up having him relieved of his uh, duties. Mm -hmm. The uh, next election year, he ran against her and won. Became mayor of Smithsburg. <laughs> so I'm just throwing that out there that, you know, Greg Murray, you know, think about that for a second. Just think about that. That's all I'm going to say. Are you saying, are you suggesting, Ken Buckler, tonight that Greg Murray should run for election to the county commissioner board in 2018? You know, I, I think it would be uh, a damned interesting move, um, you know, on his part. Well, you, you know, if we flip back, flip back, uh, you know, three years, the former head of the Washington County SPCA was dismissed. <laughs> yeah, and I remember he wound that. Up being on, he wound up being on the ticket running as a, you know, Democrat for uh, county commissioner. Uh, you know, it it didn't play out well for him. I, I know, know him. He's a really nice guy. Great guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so – but again, there has to be something that is not meeting the eye publicly that led to the action. You, you would hope, let me preface it, you would hope there has to be something that led to such swift actions and such a truncated timetable when Greg Murray was already planning to retire. Everything was worked out. There had to be something there that triggered them sort of in a knee-jerk reaction and doing this snap, 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 and he's done on the end of the month. Right. So is that potentially being held over his head that, hey, if you want to challenge us down the road, you, you think the leaks going on right now are bad? Just wait till you know, we all have skeletons in our closet, and we all have a, a copy machine. So we're, we're making copies, and we, we, we'll feel free to forward that information over to the newspaper regarding X, Y, or Z. Or a minor detail.com. Or a minor detail.com, yeah. Nice plug, Ryan. Nice plug. Have to. Um, so, gents, let's wrap this up. We've had a lot of discussion tonight, and we all have to go to bed here relatively soon because um, we all of us have day jobs, and I have to get to mine, Ken, and Henry, we have to get to uh, yours tomorrow. So I'm at mine right now. Oh, oh, yes, you are. I, I remember you telling me that you yeah. would be in your office. Yeah. So ahead, bottom Brian. line, Ken, what do you make of all this? Where does this go from here? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be optimistic, all right? I'm going to say right now 
this is what I hope happens. All right, now, or this is actually what's going to happen. I don't know. What I really hope happens is that this whole deal with South Korea, all right, ends up bringing tremendous job growth to Washington County, ends up bringing tremendous economic growth to Washington County. That, you know, and I really hope that that becomes, like, the shining, pivotal moment of our county, and it, it'll overshadow all this other stuff that's going on right now. Now, mm-hmm. not not saying that, you know, this stuff isn't important, you know, but I really hope that, gosh, we, we need some good news. We really do. We, we need something positive to happen, and I, I really hope that happens in the next couple months. Um, you know, and I'm going to be quite honest. I think that if Fort Ritchie is not developed within the next year, before the uh, 2018 elections, if there isn't any sign of any movement or anything like that, all all five county commissioners will be gone, and that's, I mean, that's the way I, I think it's going to go. Uh, you know, so so I really hope that we we got you know that this is the 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 darker days before the light. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to try to get all metaphorical on that, but, you know, uh, with that said, uh, you know, as far as the other issues, I really hope they get resolved quickly. I hope that taxpayer dollars are spent frugally and not wasted. And that's really all I can really comment. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to go next and then Henry, I'll give you the final word. Um, I, I know most of the players involved and in county government. I, I don't know Rob Slocum that well, and he's never availed himself to me. Um, I've met him in passing. I really don't know much about him. Um, so I'm only basing this off of my what sources have told me. And if I had an opportunity to sit down and have an interview with him on the record, then I would present that his side fairly and accurately. I know Commissioner Leroy Myers, and I have for years. I like him. He's my friend. I respect him. Uh, I, in gen- I generally enjoy being in his company. Um, he's always been good to me, and he's been a, uh, a steward of the community, and he worked hard as a state delegate uh, in, when he was in Annapolis and serving uh, District 1C for 12 years, and then he came back and ran as a commissioner. I don't always agree with Commissioner Myers on policy. Now, put all in, this into perspective – Um, I also know Greg Murray. I know that he is a dedicated public servant. He's a smart guy, incredibly talented, has run county government more efficiently than I would match up against any person in the state. And I mean that sincerely, sincerely. Um, I personally believe in my heart of hearts that Greg Murray has absolutely nothing to hide. I believe that this maybe was a power decision. Um, I believe that Greg Murray was pushed out unfairly, and I believe that he was treated with disrespect, and it was undignified process, and an ending to a career of someone who dedicated his life to public service and ensuring that the community is on fiscal foot, fiscal footing for years to come. Um, he's responsible for several projects that were successful in Washington County. He has overseen many new projects that will tremendously benefit a community that needs forward thinking and progress. And without his leadership, 
without Greg Murray's leadership, I fear the future of the county. And with that said, Henry, I'll turn it over to you. Okay. First, Fort Ritchie. Um, I see potentially Greg Murray could land a position there to administer. Um, He's already intimately familiar with the project. He has all the contacts necessary to be successful, not just in Washington County, but across the region. He would seem a natural fit. Uh, If our county commissioners had their toes stepped on in South Korea, sorry, I still think Greg Murray would be a really good fit. I think they'll actually have some dirt moving up there uh, before the next election. If we turn the page to uh, Leroy Myers, you know, we have the one thing about the bidding, you know, separating business from his political life. I think his business uh, is going to take a lot of his focus and efforts, and possibly he may – choose to remove those concerns and just say, okay, I'm done being elected official, but the uh, Republican Central Committee appoint somebody else. It may be a win-win in that situation. Uh, That's a possibility. Uh, Jeff Klein, I think, likely will be exonerated regarding uh, his personal devices that may contain items the issue that we have up in Hancock uh, bears a lot more investigating, but I hopefully, um, you know, things for the city of Hancock work out and the the jobs stay up there and they're able to address their uh, wastewater uh, treatment issues that they have in a fiscally responsible manner. Um, So if it's a private public partnership, maybe that, that that's doable. As far as if the elections were held today, I see that we would have 80% turnover on our county commissioners. I just don't see hmm. uh, all all five going, nor do I see more than one staying on. It's going to be an interesting uh, you know, six to 12 months before we get into the the real election cycle. Uh, it, it's it's going to be an interesting time. I'm hoping and praying that you know the county is going to uh, – develop and build and attract more jobs. Jury's out on Rob Slocum. I don't know him. Um, you know, I, I think we should let him get a chance to get settled into the position and sure. then uh, spearhead and move forward. Um, he has my vote of, you know, not that my vote of confidence means anything, but I think we, we should give him an opportunity to succeed before we declare him a failure. So, uh, you know, hopefully things calm down for the county government employees that uh, they they can focus on getting their job done rather than worrying about, uh, you know, someone watching, spying over their shoulder and worrying about what they're going to say to the Herald Mail, a minor detail, or WHAG-TV. Let's focus on making our county better, and that goes to all the parties concerned. Agreed. Um, And just to your point very quickly, Henry, that – um, I'm, let's let's give the county administrator, the new county administrator, that is a chance to do the job. I hope that this investigation does not consume his work. I can see how it could be a distraction, but my hope is is that county government will continue to operate smoothly, and I hope that Greg Murray is still somehow involved 
uh, in the future of of county government and and in a, in a way that will benefit the taxpayers and uh, and its residents. So, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time tonight. I think this was an excellent discussion, and uh, you know you're welcome on a minor detail. And look, we have to uh, we, we we have to get the story out there. We have to talk about these things that uh, directly affect people. That information that we can that they can use at the ballot box and as a general as a general information for the public to be more well informed. And that's why I do this show. It's a it's not only a hobby but it's a passion. And Ken, you have done tremendous work uh, in your own journalistic pursuits. Um, and your satire page is hilarious. And Henry, you always offer um, a, an exceptionally balanced perspective that is much needed in a political climate that uh, lacks um, candor and honesty and civility. So I want to thank you both for coming on this show tonight. Come back again. I know you guys will. Um, so I, I really appreciate it. And I hope you both have an exceptional week. You thank too, Ryan. You, Ryan. Thank you. you have All a right. great one now. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. So quite a discussion, quite a discussion. So um, <laughs> where do we go from here? Where does county government move forward? Uh, you know, I, I'd like to see that this investigation, um, I, I'd like to see the outcome wrapped up quickly um, but also conducted judiciously and fairly um, that the attorneys are going to play ball um, with integrity. Uh, anytime you mix in attorneys, it, it gets a little cloudy, but um, generally I have high hopes for the community in which I've grown up in. And I just want to say to Greg Murray, I want to say thank you for all the work that you have done. His end date is this coming Friday June 30th, um, my hat is off to Greg Murray. I admire him. I really do. I think he's done an extraordinarily a decent job um, at keeping the county on track for uh, the last 10 or so years. So thanks for his service. Um, as far as the new county administrator, um, yes, definitely. We'll give him a chance to uh, to do the right thing to continue on a path for progress. So um Next week, unlikely that I'll have a show on Sunday evening. Kim and I are taking a vacation. Please don't rob my house. Um, we have guard cats that are um, <laughs> on duty. So um, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap the show up. I want to thank you all for listening. You can find me on the web at aminordetail.com. If you have some information or if you want to report back to me, I always keep my sources confidential. And you can write me at ryan at a minor detail.com or you can contact me. My cell phone number is listed on my website. Um, send me a Facebook message. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. So with that, I wish you all a fantastic week and thank you for listening. <laughs>